Okay, so what is the Sefer Bolov Mishkanevna? It happens to be, it's a, it's a very beautiful and unique, unique Sefer. It was written, it came out, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago or so, uh, by an anonymous author. The person did not, you know, uh, want to say who he was. It came out a, little, a few years later that it's Chash uh, Yid, his name is Ravi Tamar Schwartz. Summer Schwartz. He was actually, um, he was in Ponovich, went through the whole, you know, regular system. And one day he just woke up and realized, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what Yiddishkeit is. I know what to do in Yiddishkeit, you know what I'm saying? But like, what is Yiddishkeit? It's not a chassid at all, at all. But he started asking those types of questions and, uh, and he started trying to look for the answers. He tried to look for the answers. So he went from one place to another and eventually he found Pinim Satyr and he learned Chassidus as well, but Bechlal, Ramchal and Maharal and different from like that. And, and it opened his whole, in moment his whole, uh, his eyes, his vistas, his uh, way of thinking. And Yiddishkeit came alive to him. So he decided to write this Sefer, Beloved Mishkan Nevna. This is a Sefer which is not, there's no Marmachimus, he's not quoting Chazals, it's just straight to the point. What is Yiddishkeit about? What does it mean to be alive? What's the Tachas of, of being a Yid? That, that's pretty much what the, what the Sefer is about. The words are Beloved Mishkan Nevna, that in my heart I should build a, a Mishkan for the Rabbani Shalom. So that's what it is. It's very, very straightforward. And since then, he's put out like, I don't know, 20 swarm, all different topics and so on, moving from the straightforward Beloved Mishkanevna style to real hardcore Kabbalah, but uh, we'll do Beloved Mishkanevna a little bit. So just to begin, again, Bez Hashem, going forward, we'll have copies for everyone, but you'll, you'll see it's not hard Hebrew and it's very straight. He begins, Reishis Avoidus Ha'adam, the beginning of the Avoid of a person, is levar la'atzma, is to clarify to oneself, ma hatach l'shlechayev, what's the purpose of life? It's very strange, what's the purpose of life? Naktim haktom haktzar l'advar, let me give a little bit of introduction. So he says like this, kol yud yudei adavar pashit, every Jew that we're learning together knows, sheyesh bar la'aylam, that there's a creator, shebar la'aylam, that created the world, ubara isai, and created you, umachayes kol la'aylam kulai, and sustains all of life, ubechom gam isai, and you include it. So, that, that's basic, we all know that. And the Rabbani Shalom told us what he wants of us. In other words, what he's saying is this question that a person has to ask themselves, what is the tachas of my life? What am I supposed to be doing? What's, the, what's my avayda? So what he's basically saying is like, what do you mean, what's your avayda? It says in Shulchan Aruch, like, Davin Shachris, Mincha Marav, you learn, he gives Taka, you know, like, what's the Shiloh? So he says, The truth is, the Rabbani Shalom tells a person what he wants, what he wants of him. <clears throat> but here's the problem. The problem begins, <laughs> A person really does not have a clarity of what the Rabbani Shalom wants of them, wants of the person. <laughs> what exactly, what particularly does the Rabbani Shalom want of you in this life? <laughs> so you're going to ask, what, you, what type of question is this? What does the Rebbe want of me? I know what the Rebbe wants of me. Tyra, whatever it says in Shulchan Aruch, that's what the Rebbe wants. We already received the Tyra. And Mavur, and it says in the Tyra, that the Tachas of your life is L'Kaim, it's called Targ Mitzvahs. He goes on to explain that for a person to, if, 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 if a person is asked, if a person is asked by someone, like, what is the tachas of being alive? What's the tachas of your life? And your response is, like, I'm not sure what you mean to ask. Like, I have to keep Torah mitzvahs. Then he says, like, you're missing the point. 
We're missing the point. Because of course, that's what you have to do. That's your schedule. <laughs> that's your schedule. But what's the tachlis of all of that? What's the purpose of keeping Torah mitzvahs? What is that supposed to do to a person? How is it supposed to change? What, what, what type of person am I supposed to become through living a life of Torah mitzvahs? And how does Torah mitzvahs bring, bring me to such a place? That's the question. And that's not a simple answer. So Rabbanu Shalom gave us the Torah, which is sort of the, the, the instructions about how to become this person that the Rabbanu Shalom did not necessarily tell us explicitly what, what that looks like. And that's what a person has to clarify to themselves. What is, what, is the, what is the image of who I'm supposed to be in this world? What am I supposed to eventually look like? Who am I supposed to become? Then, of course, the way to do that is through living a life of Torah and mitzvahs. But once you know what type of person you're supposed to become within the soul, then your entire way of viewing Torah and mitzvahs and observing Torah and mitzvahs is going to be changed based on what type of person that, that path of Torah is supposed to produce, is supposed to turn you into. You follow? So as if, if the purpose of Torah mitzvahs is just to be able to go through life and, and be able to say, I was Shemr Shabbos. Okay, finished. So all you have to do is be Shemr Shabbos. But if the purpose of life is to become someone altogether different, then you have to know what that person is supposed to be, what is that, and how does Shabbos bring me to that? So he says like this, Shashar Shabaya Nu'utza. The problem begins in the following thing. That person really does not know initially what Hashem wants of us. We don't know. We don't know. That, that has to be the driving question behind the person's life. What exactly is What is exactly the Rabbanu Shalom's desire for me? That I should do in my life. So again, he explains. So if you're going to ask, to respond to such a question. Are we talking about a person that you don't know the Torah is from heaven? We already received the Torah. And the Torah says that the purpose, that, that our, our job in life is but he says like this, 100%. Of course you have to keep Torah mitzvahs. That's not... That's not the point of this sefer, is to prove that to you. Ulam, avoidus Hashem, but he says, but serving of the Rabbanu Shalom is a nena rakiyam ham shalmitzis nifzarais. Yiddishkeit, what the Rabbanu Shalom wants of us is not to go through life where we've accumulated many, many random, disconnected, disjointed mitzvahs. So you have one moment where you do a good deed, then you move on, stam living, and then you go do another mitzvah, nifzarais, scattered. Rather, what is mitzvah about? That's the idea. That the way a person has to keep to our mitzvah is not a way of making sure that you've done X, Y, Z, you did all the mitzvahs properly, you've accomplished it. It's about building oneself. Every mitzvah that a person does is about building oneself, about turning oneself into this new person or discovering within themselves this, this identity that otherwise they wouldn't have. And so then the question then becomes stronger. Okay, so what is that identity that I'm supposed to turn into, that I'm supposed to develop? And then, going back, how does my relationship with Torah and Mitzvahs bring me to that new person? So what that person is, that's the question a person really has to begin to ask themselves. What am I supposed to be? Who is the person that I'm supposed to become? Tzorosh Adam Yikayim Ambetzur Shalbinyan. 
person has to keep Torah mitzvahs in a way of binyan, of building. Shemitzvahs yivnu as adam karoi, that the mitzvahs should be building a person in a particular way. And for that, a person has to have a certain clarity of what the derech is, to, to clarify what that, what that person is supposed to look like and how the process of mitzvahs bring me there. Ketzat kiyam ha-mitzvahs, how is it? And, and, how, and, and in what way does mitzvahs nasa b'tzvah binyan? How is it done in a way of binyan? What's the beginning of that structure? How does it develop? What's the purpose? What is it all leading to? In other words, a person has to clarify. How does mitzvahs build the soul? That's the question. And once you clarify, again, what, the, what I'm supposed to look like, how mitzvahs bring me there, so then the question is, so how do I engage in mitzvahs in such a way? Ma'areshis, what's the beginning? Ma'ahemshech, how do I continue? Ma'atachlis, what's the end? He, he says an amazing thing. We'll stop with this in a couple minutes, but he gives a mashal. We'll see this next time, tomorrow, <coughs> where he talks about, like, you could have, you could have, you know, in a, you know a person can own a million, like, pieces of furniture. And, uh, you know, if you ever moved, right, so you have to take everything out of your house, you'll, like, you'll, you'll be shocked how much you own, you know what I'm saying? It's a million things in there. But there's a very big difference between all those things when they're just on the moving truck as opposed to in a house. Because when you're in a house, then all those things find a place. And they, have a, they, have a, they, they take on a new meaning and a new identity. Instead of it just being a couch that's just randomly somewhere in a truck somewhere, when it's in your living room, it takes in a new identity. This is not just a couch. This is, this is uh, it, 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 it reflects my ability to relax, my ability to be at home, to be comfortable. It takes in a new identity. So when you have mitzvahs, and a person's doing mitzvahs, and they're just disjointed, so what is tefillin? Tefillin is tefillin. So what's it? It's it's davening, learning. But when, you, but when the person clarifies what is the house within which these mitzvahs are supposed to fill, then the mitzvahs themselves take on a new identity. Th- this is the point. What a person very often clarif- what a person knows and goes through life learning about are just the pieces of furniture. But the, ne- but the real question is, what is the house that all these pieces of furniture are supposed to be going into? And how do, you, how do you build that home? And how does that home become redefined based on every single individual piece of furniture? That's a game-changing question. That's a game-changing mindset. Because then the mitzvahs are redefined as opposed to just being objects or things that we do into something that's building one's home, that's building one's identity. And when it, just like, it's no different, uh, you know, guys, this might not be like, you know, our forte, but if a woman is building a house and she's like, you know, picking out, uh, you know, she goes to home goods or whatever it is to, to buy stuff for the house, there's a cheshven of what type of home, what type of uh, ambiance and what type of just feeling does the home want to give off and accordingly she'll buy the, the pieces of uh, paintings and so on they give off that sense but if a person just stops stockpiling objects that's called a hoarder stop there's a big difference you go to someone's house and they're like a hoarder then what, what's the what the, then every single piece that they uh, piece of object they have in the house it's not building a certain identity of the home it's not giving off a, a sense it's just stop accumulating stuff so a person can be in Yiddish guy you can go through life as a hoarder just accumulating stuff. Or you could be accumulating things in a way that, that, that's building that sense of a home, that sense of a life, that sense of, of living in, in, in the right way. And that's the main question. And that's what the Sefer is about. And that's what, I mean, that's what our shul is about, really. That's what I try. 
is about clarifying to a person not just what mitzvahs are, but what is the home within which mitzvahs are supposed to be contained, and how, and how does each mitzvah add to that culture and to that sense of hominess that one's life is supposed to be. And that's ultimately the question. So again, this was just B'derach HaGdama, just to yeah, have a little bit of a taste of what the point, what the Sefer is about. And B'Shashem will we'll go through it. And it's, by the way, what's amazing about this is that it's mamish practical. It's like homework in this, you know, stuff that you take home with you and really work on week to week, day to day. It's a very, very practical Sefer. Like I said, you're not going to find any Mamar Chazal in this. It's just straightforward, Pashat, what Yiddishkeit is. The beginning is to clarify what the image, what a Jew is supposed to look like. And from there, to go backwards to get the details about uh, how to eventually become that person. Okay, yeah, Shukai.